Our guest today is Father Peter Mary Rookie, OSM. And uh, as so many of you know, we had him on the air a couple of weeks ago uh, with Father Don Seipel. And um, we had a tremendous time on doing the show. And he's back once again today to, to tell us uh, about marriages. And uh, it's good to have you back with us, Father. Thank you, Margaret. It's always a joy to be able to proclaim the good news. Father, um, I want to go right into it because, as you know, this is not a very long show, mm-hmm. and um, and so many people are having problems with marriages, marrying, divorcing, and and you know the whole ball, and, and they're not realizing what is happening in their life. Uh, many are not being healed. Many are are like they um, don't know how to get out of the 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 web that they have created themselves, you know, getting themselves stuck in that web. And I think you're the right person today to be able to help these people. Oh, I uh, I know that uh, uh, very often uh, when people come to be healed, uh, they don't realize that it's their... Their uh, state of uh, of life, their outlook, and their uh, their relationship with God, uh, it is is not right, and so uh, they uh, they cannot be healed. What comes to mind immediately is uh, a young man in a holy. Ghost Church in Balham, uh, London, uh, about five years ago, I believe three or four years ago anyway, uh, who came, who had AIDS. He was the son of an outstanding Lord, the man of the House of Lords. And uh, it was embarrassing for his father, his man, his son had AIDS. So I told him immediately, if you... Uh, want to be healed, you have to promise the Lord you will not carry out this um, this, uh, form of life that you're carrying out, living with uh, as a homosexual, which is, of course, um, a very serious sin against marriage. Uh, It's an aberration of marriage. And uh, so he promised, and he was healed instantly. This was in, in many papers mm-hmm. written up, and his doctors uh, attested to his healing. So a very, if, uh, we, uh, we must become right with the Lord, and then uh, we are uh, uh, able to be healed. In fact, that is a healing mm-hmm. right there. Right. The inner healing, of course, is always the greatest healing and the lasting one because the physical healing is, is very temporary uh, at best. But uh, uh, I'm going to recommend to you uh, out there, all of our dear audience, uh, people in the audience, I should say, that... Uh, we uh, uh, take up a perhaps one of the most important uh, 
uh, documents that has come out in recent uh, years, uh, maybe centuries, and that is the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which goes into detail about many of the questions on our mind, including many of the questions, uh, practically all of the questions surrounding uh, marriage or the abuse of marriage. Uh, and uh, you'll find, uh, if you want a, a quick uh, a synthesis in the uh, catechism from which we are quoting uh, today, you'll find it in um, the numbers, the paragraph numbers. The uh, book is uh, very uh, beautifully and uh, practically set up with, uh, with uh, the paragraphs, with numbers. And so you can quickly find in the index uh, what you're asking, what you're looking for. And these, we're quoting today from uh, the part on uh, uh, marriage, which uh, in, uh, is summed up in the numbers 16, 59 to 1666. And uh, we don't have a lot of time to go into the beautiful uh, explanation of what marriage is, so I'm going to have to uh, capsulize a lot of our remarks, and then I would recommend that you see the extended treatment of, of what we're speaking in uh, by obtaining the, the catechism of uh, the Catholic Church, which incidentally is uh, a bestseller of bestsellers, mm -hmm. they tell us, mm -hmm. in the whole world. And, and so uh, the marriage covenant, which a man and a woman form with each other, an intimate communion of life and love, was founded, of course, and endowed like everything, with its own special laws by the Creator. By its very nature, it is ordered to the good of the couple, as well as the generation and education of children. Christ, our Lord, raised marriage between baptized persons to the dignity of a sacrament. That is, he made it for the an outward sign that gives a special grace. Now this is quite a different thing than from signing an agreement before a justice of the peace. That's a legal sort of union and agreement. But this is a sacrament. That is, for we make this agreement promising God not only ourselves but pr promising God and in his sight and calling upon him and, to you know, witness Father, when you what we are doing is is uh, is what we intend and so it's a very serious and solemn you know, Father, that's so true. You know, uh, the, uh, many people do not take it so seriously. Correct. You uh, know, uh, you know, for better or for worse, they, they forget about all of that. I believe we can uh, 
trace this uh, uh, lack of uh, seriousness to the uh, uh, total um, rejection uh, in the 16th century of the the rock Peter as uh, uh, represented by the Holy Father uh, and uh, the rejection of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Uh, the, the, uh, when the sacrament and of the Eucharist was uh, rejected uh, in the Reformation, the other sacraments which um, gain their power from the Eucharist, the uh, re doing, you could say, of the life, passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. That's the re-presenting of the mysteries of Christ's life. Then the uh, uh, when that was dismissed as simply a ceremony, uh, then the other sacraments fell too because they obtained their power from this life, death, resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, when the sacrament of marriage uh, was not any more regarded as a sacrament, uh, but just simply uh, a ceremony. Uh, a divorce became very easy. It was it was not a, a, a all that uh, serious, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it was looked upon more or less as a contract, you know, where the uh, uh, two parties that made the contract decide to break it. You and I are in partnership in a business. Uh, we decide to go our own ways and uh, so uh, we legally dissolve that partnership. But, uh, but Father, that's where the problem's coming in at mm-hmm. now because uh, they, st- I mean, even though they've done it that way, Mm-hmm. Uh, that they think that they can just go on and 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 marry again, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 then maybe the next one that they're marrying may not mm-hmm. have been married. Mm-hmm. Now, when that person is not married and marrying a divorce, well, this is uh, of course uh, a, uh, a a complete uh, uh, attack by. Uh, by Satan, yes. because uh, it's so uh, fundamental in our society, and that's where he he knows that, and so he has made this uh, very foundation stone of society uh, a uh, a joke mm-hmm. and uh, a plaything instead of the, uh, the uh, allowing us to be enriched and be strengthened by the power of this sacrament uh, to uh, be faithful to uh, our commitment uh, before God. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's so, uh, it, in a sense, um, uh, uh, that that's where it is. It's a satanic attack on in the whole world against this foundation stone of our society mm-hmm. by but, but, Satan. But that person that that marries this divorcee, mm-hmm. male or female, whatever, does it make any difference? When uh, if they have never been married, mm-hmm. okay, and marry a divorced person, they have lost all rights. In the church, is that correct? Well, uh, they. Uh, I mean, they, they can't go to communion. They divorce themselves from the church. From the, the church. church doesn't have to do that. Right. They, uh, so it, they're it, divorcing themselves from the church. Yes, as well. As well. Sure. And, uh, and, and that person, even though they've gotten a divorce, mm-hmm. I mean, they're living an adulterous life. In other words, when I uh, divorce my uh, myself from my wife. Uh, my spouse, uh, whether I'm a man or a woman, I'm uh, declaring that Christ's teaching about marriage is is, uh, is has, has no value. No value. And and so I'm in effect uh, uh, dividing myself from from Christ and His Church. Mm-hmm. So, I do that. So, in the plain words, you're making have. a choice. Yes. I mean, you, you either for God or you're against God. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. You know, I mean, uh, so you're, you're actually divorcing yourself from the Church. And, and from Christ. And from Christ. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and, and what's happening, pe- people do not realize this, Father. Yes. And they're living in sin. Right. You know, and and this is why many people are not being healed, mm-hmm. and 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 they need to get out of this situation. How can they get out of this situation, Father? Well, uh, number one, uh, they have to realize that uh, uh, the uh, uh, well, I, you first you have to see what situation they're in if they are. Uh, if they have been divorced by their spouse, uh, a person is divorced by his spouse. Um, uh, That's no fault of theirs. Yeah. The, even against their will, uh-huh. uh, they are still uh, uh, they are still um, uh, held to their they're, they're, they they are held yeah. as mm-hmm. as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the party that's that's uh, mm-hmm. claim uh, wanting a divorce is the one that's that's, that's the guilty that is, is the uh, the offender. Uh huh. And uh, it's on his his soul. His and not, soul. Not, not the person. Not the other the person. person. At the same time, this is a very uh, hard. We're not underestimating the the uh, the sorrow and the distress and pain attaching to such things, and that's what makes divorce a great evil. But we're not even touching on the effects of the children. Yes. And um, we're poisoning the the uh, the poor children. We're depriving the children of a father and a mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, God created marriage with a father and a mother, 
And uh, when we are deprived of uh, one or other, or in many cases, <laughs> when there are several mar uh, attempted marriages after the first uh, uh, valid marriage, uh, the children are, are completely in chaos. <laughs> Uh, they don't know where they are. They have no mother and father. Uh, uh, they, they don't know who and, and father, that goes where to, show to turn. You, that goes to show you right there what's happening with with the with the children. Uh, even though um, uh, this is all happening, mm -hmm. they they don't realize that this is some of the reasons why the children are going into drugs or what have you. They, of course, they, you know they're. It's a lack of love. When I'm not loved, when I have, when I'm not loved by my very own parents, who, who uh, else will love whom me? can I trust? Yes. I can't trust anybody. If you, my mother, and this is uh, what we often say about uh, a, a child in the womb and it's aborted or uh, is it unwanted. Um, that leaves a mark on the child. Even in the womb, I, I uh, know the doctors tell us uh, whether my mother and father want me or not. And if I am unwanted, that leaves a mark on me. Mm -hmm. If I'm not even loved by my own parents, parents, whom can I trust? Yes. And uh, th this uh, uh, carries on if, uh, even if I marry eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, Father, we're going to have to take a little break right now, but folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. We're back once again with Father Peter Mary Rookie, and we've been talking about marriages, and we're going to go right into it, Father, because uh, mm -hmm. we don't have very much time, but we are going to, to uh, come back next week and, uh, as a continuation of, of this, uh, this program. Well, uh, what we were speaking of is this um, unity of marriage, um, which Jesus uh, came to, to, to tell us. Uh, about and uh, in the Old Testament, polygamy in the Mosaic Law was um, uh, allowed, but that was uh, and uh, uh, I'm putting away my wife, for example, if uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, but that was our Lord said was only because of the uh, hardness of their hearts, and this is it is not. So, from the beginning, uh, God made them male and female. To, uh, but God has joined, let no man put us under. Mm -hmm. And uh, so unity uh, and, and unbreakableness of that bond, which is called indissolubility, and uh, openness to use our marriage rights to bring about uh, marriage uh, is essential to marriage. Mm -hmm. As polygamy or many wives and is incompatible with the unity of marriage. Divorce separates what God has joined together. Mm -hmm. Just directly opposed to God's word there. Mm -hmm. And the refusal to have children, the refusal of, of fertility, 
turns married life away from the supreme gift of marriage, which is children. Mm-hmm. Well, Father, we're going to have to close now. Would you give everyone a little blessing? And we're yes. going to ask you to please tune in next week. Yes. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we invoke your holy blessing upon all those who are struggling with your word about marriage, which you have made such a beautiful sacrament. We ask you to let your blessing come upon all those uh, who are, uh, want to know the truth about your great gift to us. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, through the prayers and merits of our Blessed Lady and all of the angels and saints, descend upon us and remain with us forever. Thank you Amen. so much, Father Peter Mary Rookie. Our guest today is Father Peter Mary Rookie, OSM, and um, he was with us last week in uh, the talk that he gave about marriage. Uh, marriages um, was was so beautifully done and uh, I'm sure that many of you have questions that uh, need to be answered and um, uh, we hope that in some way through the talk that Father is giving will give today will help you uh, to to be able to overcome some of the fears in the uh, in your marriage and how to get along with your spouse and and accept and accept the things that may be happening because God, when you took a, uh, your vow, that it was for better or for worse. And we need to know these things. If we want to get well in our life, in, in all situations, uh, sometimes we're not realizing that um, that uh, being in, in a predicament that we feel that we're in sometimes is stopping us from really loving that person the way we should. And is that correct, Father, in what I'm saying? Well, in, our, in our ministry of healing, it certainly... Uh, will obstruct uh, our healing because uh, we're we're not um, we're not in tune with the Lord <laughs> when we're uh, not um, uh, living uh, his uh, his his good news mm-hmm. he has given us such uh, uh, good news in the in the in the gospel uh, that's uh, that uh, when we're not living in that, um, uh, we're not grace, in tune with him. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and uh, uh, in other words, uh, I'm like a, a sick person that doesn't uh, want to be healed, you, you know, know, in a sense. <laughs> you know what I always think about, Father, when, when, when two people uh, are in love, you know, and, and, and they want to marry, that um, I don't understand that um, I know there there's sometimes you can fall out of love quickly mm-hmm. by someone what they do or mm-hmm. uh, are doing uh, but if you sit and talk with one another and and you know and talk your problems out I think basically Margaret uh, the uh the difficulty comes from my um, understanding of love. Uh, we uh, understand love mostly by uh, our feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But uh, love is an act of my will. And uh, uh, let us say uh, I am married to a beautiful blonde and through an accident she becomes disfigured. She's not so beautiful anymore. Well, uh, I'm not attracted to her to her body anymore. Maybe she's injured in many respects in her whole body. Mm-hmm. And vice or she versa. becomes mm-hmm. an invalid. Yes. So uh, I don't love you. I don't love her anymore because uh, I was loving her body. I was loving her because of her uh, attraction. Mm-hmm. But what we must uh, love is centered in the will. So um, uh, this is this is the love that God has for us, and He uh, shares His love with us. And so, um, if my love is only uh, a love of uh, physical attraction or other qualities I see in another person, uh, it's it's. Uh, a come and go kind of love. Not a true so love. So when those things, uh, <laughs> uh, when those things cease, then uh, as so many people say, "I'm leaving you because I don't love you anymore." Well, I don't love you anymore because I've seen somebody else, maybe more, uh, has those qualities I want to see uh, in my spouse, and you don't have them anymore, or whatever. Uh, we, but our, but love is centered in the will and that's what ennobles us mm-hmm. as Jesus said uh, uh, and Paul repeats after him uh, we love to the end to the end uh, no matter what uh, Jesus even even when people um, uh, go against us. Maybe my spouse is a drunkard and, and attacks me and uh, or um, drinks up all the, the, the earnings of the family or whatever. Uh, we uh, and somehow in some way uh, we must continue to love our spouse and to use every means to um, to overcome whatever the trouble is we, we, we cannot uh, simply scratch um, a, a person out of our life because uh, of this or that difficulty we must love in spite of everything this is love in the will and um, uh, so uh, if our uh, if our love is is only ephemeral or surface, then we're in for trouble, and this is what happens. Uh, and since divorce, which is contrary to Christ's law, has become so easy, uh, uh, we uh, I know they're advertising in, in Chicago where I live. Uh, 250 and 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 they'll and take you out of your misery for they divorce. and they, they think they'll take them out of their and, misery and, don't they and, uh, it's out of the water and into the 
into the fire sort of thing. So, um, but um, I think we're, we're getting, uh, aside from our, uh, some of the answers that the people want, uh, and wh what about people who are divorced even uh, against their will by their spouse? Well, uh, they, of course, according to Christ's law, are not allowed to to uh, go with another spouse, and because marriage, as we've said in our last uh, discussion okay. last mm -hmm. week, uh, is uh, is forever, and that's what we say in our vows, uh, that for which we take. Uh, asking God to witness to what we are saying is true and is uh, that we intend to carry this out. So um, the remarriage of persons or attempted remarriage of persons divorced from a living lawful spouse contravenes the law and plan that God had has taught us through Christ. What God has uh, uh, joined, let no one put asunder. They uh, separate themselves from the Eucharist in this sense, too, because I cannot receive, that would be a travesty for me to receive Christ into my, in a, you know, uh, in, in, into my body and soul when I am not living uh, I'm in open opposition to his, uh, to his. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not showing my love for Christ when I'm not going against what He tells me. As Jesus said, "You love me if you keep my commandments," you know, mm -hmm. and uh, if we're not calling, keeping His commandments, we cannot be in communion with Him. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, why uh, people who are uh, living uh, outside the law of Christ cut themselves off, actually, from Christ. Even if I receive communion, it would be a, an insult to Christ because I'm not, I'm not following him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, so of, but of course, the person that, you know, uh, divorced that person, cons uh, that, um, uh, in other words, by force, they were forced in divorce can go to communion though oh of course they, if they're not guilty if they're not guilty, they're not guilty. they can th but, that uh, party can but go they but may not uh, they um, according to Christ's law they may not remarry they, right. not, they cannot well we remarry. call it remarriage but Christ said marriage it's is for life for life till death do us part mm -hmm. and um, so um, I jokingly think often of the uh, 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 one-liner I have about the Irishman. He said he didn't believe in divorce because you know, he believed in fighting it out to the bitter end. <laughs> and this, um, there is some, uh, you know, there is a, a, a kernel of truth there that, that my, uh, uh, that love, uh, which incidentally is the greatest power in the universe. It's mm -hmm. greater than the most terrible bomb we can create. Love is the greatest power in the universe. This love, the power of this love that 
brings us to love to the end, till death do us part. Beautiful words, Father, and, and it's a shame that we don't remember those words, huh? Mm. Till death do us part. Yes. That's what we promise in our oath-taking before the altar, uh, uh, in sickness and in health and poverty and riches and till death do us part. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I'd like to uh, touch on some of the uh, uh, abuses of of this greatest power on earth and especially the, the abuses attacking uh, the sacrament of marriage so uh, since love is a, a fundamental and innate vocation of every human being the, that's the basic law of the love of god love of our neighbor uh, but cr creating the human being man and woman, God gives personal dignity equally to the one and the other. Each of them, man and woman, should acknowledge and accept his special sexual identity. Now, Christ is the model of chastity. Every baptized person is called to lead a chaste life according to the particular state of life he is living in. If he is married, he must live chastely in his marriage. Avoid those things that would <coughs> destroy his love of his spouse <coughs> and, uh, or her spouse. So chastity means that our sexuality is an integrated one within our person that it is in order in other words and so that means we must train ourselves mm -hmm. to uh, live a, a life according to God's uh, chaste law uh, if, if I will father I'd like to add this uh, to what you're talking about because uh, you know many people have um, uh, uh, committed adultery you know yes. uh, and their marriage mm -hmm. and they're very sorry for these things yes. okay and do not realize unless they confess this yes to unburden themselves mm -hmm. then they will be healed right Right. You That's know, why God gave us the sacrament, the sacrament. of uh, reconciliation so, so or what, confession. Mm -hmm. So what they need to know out there is um, uh, how to... to uh, Come to grips with these problems. With these problems. Mm -hmm. and, and we're not going to answer, uh, be able to answer all their questions today, mm -hmm. but they can go to their, their pastor or, or, or priest or spiritual mm -hmm. director or whatever. Because he is bound also mm -hmm. that whatever they tell him, that's mm -hmm. between him, them and him and mm -hmm. God. Actually, God, because he is representing him. Mm -hmm. And many people do not realize that, that they can do this because they are bound not to say anything that's told to them. Right. Is that correct, Father? Oh, cor you, very you know, correct. Yeah. So it's important that you you 
as to say unload mm-hmm. now is the time yes. to 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 rid all of get rid of all of these things mm-hmm. that have been bothering you and and, and make amends <coughs> with god and we've been talking about love love is uh, of course first the love of god and god's love is unchangeable god being God cannot change, and so his love is everlasting. It never changes. So whenever we turn to him, we uh, can be uh, uh, absolved from our sins. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let me, I'd just like to, uh, before we run out of time, to mention some of the, the uh, uh, things mentioned in the Bible that are against this love of ours and and uh, so uh, that are uh, f- flaunted uh, now you know with um, uh, homosexual act- uh, activity and all of that among the sins gravely contrary to chastity whether we're single or married are masturbation fornication which is going out with going with somebody who's not married, pornography, and homosexual practices. Uh, <coughs> the, uh, the, in other words, the covenant which man and woman make in their marriage is also brings the, the obligation of perpetuity or indissolubility, as it's called, the unbreakableness of that of that bond we make. Uh, we should also, since, um, uh, in, to make this thing uh, complete, uh, <coughs> speak of the. Uh, uh, fecundity of marriage. You know, uh, over the centuries, uh, there have been um, heresies uh, condemning the use of ma- of uh, the marriage uh, 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 privilege, uh, you know, of, of the bed. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they condemned, uh, you know, the use of the, their marriage uh, privileges. Uh, as something impure. Uh, it's something like some people get carried away uh, in their uh, great desire to overcome the abuses of alcohol and drugs uh, by declaring declaring that uh, uh, drugs and alcohol are evil. Well, everything God created is good. It's what we, uh, just because we abuse uh, these good gifts of ours, including marriage, mm-hmm. marriage is good, and having children is a very great good. Where would we be without this act of marriage? Uh, so to condemn uh, something uh, a priori, as we call it in philosophy, uh, just because it is abused uh, is is wrong. So um, uh, there have been heresies down through the centuries. Uh, strangely, as that sounds, strange as that sounds, that uh, have been against use of marriage, uh, the marriage rights. 
Uh, and of course, uh, some of the other uh, uh, grave abuses against marriages are um, the, uh, legitimate intentions on the part of the spouses do not justify recourse to morally unacceptable means of, uh, of regulation of births. For example, direct sterilization or contraception. Just because I don't, I want to regulate the number of my children, I must not do that against God's law. And uh, sterilization uh, is 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 not according to God's law. And contraception also. And of course, the terrible evil of abortion, and then uh, against. Marriage, of course, is also uh, trial marriage and adultery, divorce, polygamy, and, and um, the sins against children of every kind, and free unions, as they are called, are grave offenses against the dignity of the sacrament of marriage. Father, we, we're going to ask for your blessing now. Well... We give you the blessing that the Lord told Moses Aaron should give and his sons should give to the people. It's right out of the Bible. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly upon you and grant you his peace and his blessing, the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for the prayers and merits of our Blessed Lady and all the saints, descend upon you and all your dear ones, and heal you and remain with you forever. Amen. Thank you once again, Father Peter Mary Rookie. And I'd like to thank you, the listening audience, for tuning in to Mary's Helpers News Program. I'm Margaret Trosclair, wishing you a very good day, and God bless you.
special guest today is Father Peter Mary Rookie once again, and many of you know Father Peter. And so we're going to talk about things I think that you will be very inspired about. Father has so much knowledge of of apparitions and things that are going on around the world that I think you would enjoy. But first of all, let's greet him. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Margaret, and thanks again for inviting us to uh, speak in, with you in this uh, precious uh, uh, radio program. We're uh, always very honored to be with you all here in New Orleans. Well, it's really our pleasure, Father. Uh, for those of you that, that do not know Father Rookie, um, he's in the healing ministry. He's been in the healing ministry since uh, 1948, and he's been a priest for 54 years, and the Lord works very powerfully through him. And um, we've had many experiences in the last two weeks with Father. So, Father, um, tell the folks, those that are out there, you know, many uh, a little skeptical about some of the things that are, are happening around the world, and and if you could enlighten them in some way of, you know, how they c it could help them to to accept some of these things. Well, yes, uh, Margaret. Uh, uh, although the uh, as it's called the uh, uh, public revelations ceased. Uh, uh, the theologians assure us ceased with the death of the last apostle and the writings of the uh, Bible, the uh, Lord has continually spoken to us in uh, private revelations all down the centuries. Uh, uh, so many saints in the earliest centuries and uh, the medieval saints, uh, St. Catherine of Siena gave many uh, uh, revelations of the Lord uh, to widely read, Maria von Valtor? No. The one who wrote the mystical city of God, uh, I forget, I'm sorry, I've, her name escapes me for the moment. Uh, any case, uh, she wrote this beautiful revelations, the life of Our Lady, the mystical city of God. <coughs> uh, the uh, uh, Many of the other saints have given us, uh, St. Margaret, Mary Alacoque gave us many, um, uh, uh, revealed many of the uh, thoughts of our Lord's heart. She, he spoke to her very intimately of his great love. And, uh, of course, the, the apparitions of Our Lady that have uh, been accepted, uh, the uh, St. Catherine uh, Labore, in uh, the Rue du Bac uh, in Paris. Uh, Mary spoke to her as being the uh, 
uh, one conceived without original sin. Uh, that is not mentioned in the Bible. Uh, uh, it's, uh, but uh, eventually in uh, 19, or rather in 18, uh, uh, 54, Pius the Ninth did declare our less blessed lady uh, and her immaculate conception that she was immaculately conceived in the womb of her mother Anne and preserved from the very first moment of her life, of her existence, uh, from original sin. So uh, the church... Uh, uh, also uh, confirms, it seems, uh, private revelations by even dogmas like that. And then uh, uh, in the uh, uh, mystical city of God by Maria of Agreda, her name came to me now, uh, uh, where uh, Mary's assumption is uh, described, uh, Pius the Twelfth, one hundred years after his predecessor, Pius the Ninth, in eighteen fifty-four, declaring the um, Mary immaculately conceived, that he uh, declared the dogma of Mary's assumption, which uh, uh, incidentally we are celebrating today as we make. The this uh, program uh, that uh, has been described in private revelations, the uh, assumption of our Blessed Lady, and uh, more recently, and before Pius the Twelfth uh, declared the assumption, uh, it was beautifully described in uh, uh, revelation, private revelations to. Um, a servite, uh, secular servite, um, Maria Valtorta in Viareggio, Italy. And I, I don't know whether her revelations had anything to do with the eventual uh, uh, declaration by Pius XII of um, the dogma of the... Um, assumption of our blessed lady body and soul into heaven but she describes it very beautifully as it is an experience uh, where Mary is brought up to heaven in ecstasy uh, so for those it's that very do not possible that uh, it had because these uh, had an effect on that but I'm not, I'm not sure but in any case these revelations came just shortly before uh, some years be, uh, before, uh, mm -hmm. in the late 40s, before Pius XII did declare the uh, dogma of the uh, Assumption on um, August 15th, 1954, mm -hmm. 100 years later. Father, would you explain these revelations to those that are not familiar with revelations? Mm -hmm. Well, revelations, the Latin word says, means pulling back the veil, revealing uh, uh, through uh, oh, uh, 
the Lord speaking interiorly to souls, uh, chosen souls of his, and, or uh, in actual uh, visions, uh, and speaking of uh, the mysteries of our faith to them. That's really mm-hmm. uh, uh, Our Lady or our Blessed Lord uh, speaking to them, uh, or the saints, uh, just as he allegedly spoke to uh, Bernadette Subiru at Lourdes. Our Lady told her, Je suis l'Immaculée Conception in the, uh, the uh, dialect of French uh, and kind of mixture of French and Spanish of that part of uh, southern France near the Pyrenees. And uh, uh, confirming uh, the uh, <coughs> the, uh, the apparition of the Immaculate mm-hmm. Conception that had been declared four years earlier, 1954, mm-hmm. and uh, so on. Well, well, Father, you've you've been traveling all over and and hearing about so many different af- apparitions, and and as you said, you know, um, uh, people that are having. Um, these um, um, I'm trying to get the word again apparitions uh, well n- not only apparitions but having these revelations yes. and things like this mm-hmm. that uh, through these revelations um, more people are having the same type of revelations and yes and and the I messages, understand the messages are, are, are the same very similar v- mm-hmm. very similar mm-hmm. but you were reading also about another one that's uh, Christina Gallagher in, in yes. Ireland, and you've been yes, reading about her. Yes, a very beautiful um, young married lady. She's about 40 years of age, I believe, uh, has been uh, allegedly receiving uh, messages uh, and appearances uh, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, our Lord and the Blessed Mother, and even, I believe, of uh, the Holy, F- uh, the Heavenly Father is also mm-hmm. uh, seems to be. Uh, She's been speaking to her. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anything that you can share about that? So no, that all of this, of course, we don't want to go ahead of the church, but right. uh, we know that um, we uh, uh, <coughs> discern uh, the uh, uh, revelations of, of, of seers and mystics and so on. Uh, one of the and this takes many years for the f- to, to, just, to discern. This is just in recent years, since about 1990, I 90, think. Was uh-huh. the but I mean, uh, so many of these do take a lot of time to to be able to uh, discern. To be discerned, discerned, yes. 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 And, and so it's it and isn't to like be made known. yeah, and so it isn't like the church just goes on and says, okay, this is okay. Mm-hmm. There's much discerning to discernment to be made. Oh, of course. You know, uh, and this is how we can you can talk about. You know uh, the different ones you just talk about uh, a moment ago about uh, uh, Saint Margaret Mary and uh, uh, up in Rudabach. Um, give me some. Is that was Saint, Saint uh, Catherine, uh, Catherine Library? Yes, Saint Catherine uh, Library. Saint Bernadette of Subiru. Yeah. Of so these have you know been uh, sanctioned by the church already, mm-hmm. and it's taken many years. And this is yes. how you, you can kind of uh, go along with everything that's happening. That so many people. There's so many more in this mm-hmm. time and 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 this age of ours now. That's uh, mm-hmm. as you mentioned at our uh, 
our um, day of recollection uh, about exciting times, that we're living yes. in an exciting time now. Yes. So it's up to us, too, to see what the fruits are, what are happening to yes. these people that are having these revelations. Yes. Is that correct, Father? Correct. Yeah. They, their fruits, you shall know them, our Lord said. Mm -hmm. Many will come declaring things in my name, uh, but by their fruits you shall know them. Mm -hmm. That's where the, uh, that's one of the greatest uh, uh, sources of our mm -hmm. uh, discernment come from. And this is what the, the church fruits. is looking if for. If the fruits are good, then... Then everything else falls in place. Yes, as the mm -hmm. Germans have a, a, uh, a, a proverb, uh, ende gute, all is gute. If mm -hmm. the end is good, all is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so uh, the fruits are the end results of these uh, re revelations. And uh, uh, I would uh, just, uh, if you would uh, care to hear um, just some of the uh, mm -hmm. uh, poignant uh, uh, words that seem to... Uh, be very similar to the revelatory uh, messages in uh, Akita, Japan, and uh, um, O Medjugorje, uh, in various parts of Italy, in France now, and uh, in various parts of our own country, the USA. Uh, uh, it seems. Conyers in, uh, in Conyers, Georgia, there's a, a lot of uh, messages seemingly coming from uh, from there, and uh, well, all over, in fact, uh, uh, in our own uh, place, Chicago, we uh, have a, um, a beautiful former a Methodist minister, uh, Roger King, who has seemingly uh, been getting messages almost daily uh, from Our Lady, and she has been more recently even allegedly appearing to him and uh, uh, also the other saints and so on. So um, uh, these, uh, it seems that the Lord is... Uh, uh, appearing everywhere not to give us any excuse for not hearing mm -hmm. because the messages are um, are very uh, 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 piercing uh, as his word uh, is uh, and, and uh, like a two-edged sword in our hearts mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, messages are basically the same ones that are in the public revelation uh, of the church, which is the Bible, which is the New Testament and the uh, Gospels, the, the basic Gospel messages. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Reform your lives. Uh, do penance. Uh, <coughs> the, uh, uh, and... Uh, uh, pray, 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 mm -hmm. and the, and these messages seem to be repeating themselves all over, all over from Our Lady and from our dear Lord, mm -hmm. wherever they 
Okay. Of uh, uh, talking to uh, Father Peter Mary Rookie. Uh, he's in a healing ministry, and um, we've also been talking about Christina Gallagher. Um, so, back with you, Father. Very good. Uh, I, as I uh, look at this uh, recent book, The Sacrifice and the Triumph, The Sorrow of the Sacrifice and the Triumph by Thomas Patrisco, who was written about Christina Gallagher, I'm looking at a picture with uh, the cardinal sin uh, and Christina uh, during her talks in the Philippines and I was uh, reminded of the uh, audience I had with cardinal sin when I was over there a year ago last October and he said and, uh, we uh, welcome you to the house of sin he <laughs> <laughs> loves to uh, uh quip on his name. <coughs> uh, but uh, to uh, give you just some idea of uh, Christina's uh, messages uh, that she seems to be receiving, uh, she is um, warning, uh, the messages uh, rather are warning us uh, as uh, all prophetic uh, messages do to uh, reform our lives and to pray, to do penance, to fast. Uh, and uh, she's uh, especially concerned for the church. Uh, and uh, uh, one of the messages she received in the early days in 1988, the power of darkness overshadows my church and the world. So many of my sons, priests, and bishops have broken their apostolic seal. My church will be shaken to its very foundation. And then a very uh, s uh, serious words about the um, Holy Father, Pope John Paul II. My child, pray the Lord's Prayer seven times for the protection of Pope John Paul II. He is in many ways of danger. <laughs> many of those he leads in the light of my son do not follow his commands. The church will be shaken. Uh, <clears throat> and then in uh, 1993, he, the Pope, ascends Calvary with me. The Pope awaits or rather, the Father, Heavenly Father, I believe, awaits his sacrifice, the sacrifice of the Holy Father. Well, then, uh, she uh, speaks in, uh, of um, even pointedly, and perhaps something very close to us in the States, uh, she uh, uh, speaks of the... Um, of a vision she had in July the 11th, 1992, on a balcony overlooking the city of Los Angeles. Uh, she was alone uh, as Jesus appeared, and speaking of Los Angeles, he disclosed, the sins committed here are beyond your compre comprehending. And then he uh, 
invited her to take a walk, come take a walk with me. Uh, <coughs> and uh, he came close. He seemed sad, but not angry. Uh, he uh, extended uh, this invitation and he went back into the sky. He became firm. To his left appeared the angel of God's wrath, dressed in red, holding a sword. And beneath the angel was a dark cloud that rested over the city. And then and she uh, pleaded with Jesus to stop the avenging angel. Um, but uh, as she saw then um, St. Catherine and our Blessed Virgin and the Blessed Virgin Mary appear, she appealed to them for intervention, but they failed to respond. And she understood the time of our Blessed Mother's call to repentance would be giving way to God's justice. <clears throat> okay, folks. Um, the, uh, the fact that uh, only a remnant of the faithful who respond to my call will have peace. And uh, so those, as she keeps repeating, who uh, turn to the Lord, they have nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... Um, so many people, as you know, through the airways are being healed through your miracle prayer that we sent out all over the country and all over the world. And these miracle prayers are available by you just sending a self-addressed envelope, and we'd be glad to send you uh, the healing prayer, no charge. And um, we're going to be saying... It's called the miracle prayer. The miracle Mark. prayer, yes. yes. Is that what I, s I said? The miracle prayer. The miracle prayer. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Father will be uh, praying that prayer shortly, and um, those that are uh, that do not um, know, maybe you can give them a call real quickly that they can hear this miracle prayer because, as I said, many are healed through the airways. Um, uh, Father... Um, the miracle prayer, uh, people that have this miracle prayer, even without you, mm -hmm. they have been healed and being healed through oh this yes. prayer. You know, we but it's so powerful. Yes, all the time. All Once they begin reading that miracle prayer, there's something that happens to them. And so, if you will, if you will. Uh, uh, go ahead and, and get your rosary or crucifix, and when we're ready to, to begin the prayer, we want you to to concentrate on the Jesus, Jesus because he is the healer, and not mm -hmm. Father Rookie. He is the instrument that Jesus is using. And um, if you wish, you can kneel down. Uh, however you are comfortable, uh, you can do the healing prayer. But before we begin, Father, um, we're going to um, just uh, tell them a little bit about what you've been doing. Oh, yes. Uh, well, since we've been with you, the last time uh, uh, Margaret, it's uh, the uh, Lord has been carrying on in the Samoan Islands and Southeast Asia 
beautiful people there, and great uh, and devout people, and so many miracles took place there. We were in uh, New Zealand, and uh, subsequently to that, and months later, and then in New Australia, and many places, uh, we get uh, letters from all over uh, testing to God's healing in mind, memory, body, and soul. Uh, also, we've, since we've been with you, we were in Kenya, East Africa, uh, Nairobi, and Nagong, the uh, diocese adjoining Nairobi. Uh, in fact, uh, we were very uh, warmly received by the Cardinal of uh, Nairobi in Kenya, Cardinal Maurice Luanga, uh, a very saintly man, and uh, he uh, uh, thanked us very much for uh, coming for, and carrying on the healing masses. We assisted at uh, his big mass for Mother Teresa of Calcutta, mm -hmm. who uh, was there. Also, we had a good visit with her, and she also thanked us for blessing her many nuns whom she received into the church, into the uh, congregation she started, uh, and uh, all of the many sick that they tend there in Nairobi. Uh, we also uh, had a, a great privilege of celebrating Mass with almost 50 priests, I believe, in the brand new university of um, East Africa, the Catholic University of East Africa. And uh, also we celebrated Mass in the cathedral of uh, <coughs> the Bishop of Nagong, the neighboring uh, diocese, and we were his guests for several nights. And just a beautiful man. So you can see how Father has traveled and is traveling all over through his ministry, yes. his healing ministry. So this kind of gives you a little idea of uh, the many, many places that he goes to. And, you know, here in the States, uh, I mean, here at Immaculate Conception, mm -hmm. the many, many healings that uh, that went on last Sunday and uh, uh, the healings are, are, are so uh, beautiful that we know that that graces... God gives those graces all over the world. Mm -hmm. Now we'll go into the miracle prayer, and those that would like to kneel, as I said, and those that have a crucifix, we ask you to, to concentrate on Jesus. As we look at Jesus on the cross there, his perfect exemplification of love for us, died for us, we might be saved we say to him lord jesus lord jesus i come before you i come before you just as i am just as i am i am sorry for my sins i am sorry for my sins i repent of my sins i repent of my sins please forgive me please forgive me in your name 
in your name. I forgive all others. I forgive all others for what they have done against me. For what they have done against me. I renounce Satan. I renounce Satan. The evil spirits. The evil spirits. And all their works. And all their works. I give you my entire self, Lord Jesus. I give you my entire self, Lord Jesus. Now and forever. Now and forever. I invite you into my life, Jesus. I invite you into my life, Jesus. I accept you. I accept you. As my Lord. As my Lord. My God. My God. And my Savior. And my Savior. Please heal me. Please heal me. Change me. Change me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. In body, soul, and spirit. In body, soul, and spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Cover me with your precious blood. Cover me with your precious blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I shall follow you. I shall follow you. Every day of my life. Every day of my life. Mary, Mother of Sorrows. Mary, Mother of Sorrows. Queen of Peace. Queen of Peace. Queen of our Americas. Queen of our Americas. Saint Peregrine, the Cancer Saint. Saint Peregrine, the Cancer Saint. All you angels and saints. All you angels and saints. Please come to my aid. Please come to my aid. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for that beautiful uh, prayer, Father. So many people uh, are cured through this, this card, this prayer. I should say, not the card, but the prayer. Because when they pray this prayer, they're asking in a humble way to be healed. Folks, sometimes it takes a while for you to be healed. Uh, it may not be instant. It could be weeks. But when you, if you have felt that you received a healing, I'm going to ask you to continue to pray. And when you feel that you're being robbed of that healing, because this is what happens many times, that you will doubt that you have a healing. And that doubt will actually let you lose that healing. But when you feel that the evil one is trying to rob you of it, say, in the name of Jesus, shield me with your blood. In the name of Jesus, shield me with your precious blood. Father, I know you've... you've um, You've seen so many people that have been healed, and and uh, uh, I cannot doubt it. You, <laughs> and they can't doubt it. That's right. Uh, but Father, you know, many people say, "Well, um, you know, I've been uh, blessed so many times and gone to so many healing services, and and I'm going to give God one more chance to heal me." Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people? Oh, we cannot give God the terms of our healing. He's the giver of all good things. Know that in some way 
whatever happens to those who love him works unto good for those who love his name. Even evil, even sickness, which of course he did not create, that was created by our disturbing the perfect order in which he first created us and the whole universe, but with sin coming into the uh, lives of men and women and into the whole universe because he made us the kingpin of the universe. Then disease, which really means what it says, dis-ease came into the world and disorder, and that is where uh, our discomforts and so on come from. So he did not authorize those, or uh, he uh, will not take our free will away, and so evil uh, continues uh, because of free will evilly used. Mm -hmm. But he does bring good even out of that evil. And so often, uh, for example, my cancer, let us say if I have cancer or my accident, maybe I'm in the fast track and going along and suddenly I'm uh, in a coma in a hospital from an accident and so on and uh, severely uh, injured. Out of that very often comes my great healing, which is a return to him, which Our Lady and her messages in all over the world, especially Medjugorje, uh, is asking us to have, to convert, to return to the Lord, convert our lives, reform our lives as the gospel word has us when Jesus sent out his apostles. Kingdom of heaven is at hand. Reform your lives. So sometimes it takes uh, some disaster in our lives, financial or physical or whatever, uh, spiritual, to help us to do just that. Okay, uh, we've been talking. To, we've been talking to Father Peter Mary Rookie, and he uh, just um, prayed the the miracle prayer and um, Father I'm sure you have much more we have a little bit of time and uh, maybe well, you'd like to talk why about don't we give some action shots um, great Margaret uh, we, I have before me a couple of uh, very brief accounts of uh, some outstanding touches of the Lord uh, that have come from uh, oh this one is from Ireland. Uh, it's very brief and to the point. Hepatitis healing. Dear Father Rookie, I am so filled with exhilaration and joy at having the privilege of attending your Mass and healing. What a commercial. <laughs> My sons were overjoyed with your presence. They feel the Holy Spirit working very powerfully within them. My son who contracted hepatitis some years ago never fully recovered. As soon as you laid hands on him, Father, his health 
was fully restored. Praise, Praise God. the Lord through mm. again and again. Another one, uh, <clears throat> this is also uh, a, uh, a, a letter from the north of Ireland this time, where we're very pleased to hear uh, the uh, peace talks are doing so well. Dear Father Rookie, just a note to keep in touch and let you know how my husband and I are progressing. We were at your healing mass on October 12th, that's my birthday incidentally, mm -hmm. and waited six hours outside with all the other people and eventually got into the church for the blessing. My husband and I thank you for your prayers of healing. His scan was clear, no trace of tumor. It's two years this month since I had my operation. Again, I say thanks to you and the miracle prayer. Don't thank me, thank <laughs> the Lord. Thank the Lord, you're yes. right. So those are two little uh, healings. And you know, folks, you can get uh, Father Rookie's calendar by, uh, give him the address, Father, of your... Uh, uh, of your ministry. Okay, here we go. It's um, International uh, Compassion uh, Ministry uh, at uh, 20180 Governors Highway. And that's Olympia, O-L-Y-M-P-I-A, Fields, F-I-E-L-D-S, Illinois, I-L, and the zip is the, uh, 60461-1067, and the room number is room 203. Okay, so if you want to receive his his newsletter, you may write to him. It has all... Oh, you want... And uh, we can give him the phone number, Father, if they need yes, to call you. Why has, don't you give uh, that? miracles like this uh, every month. Uh, in fact, most of the newsletter is miracles from... Uh, from all over the couple, uh, all over and the, the country. the telephone number is 708-748-MARY. Mary, that's easy enough. Okay, uh, f uh, Father, we're just about running out of time. How's about blessing the folks out there? Well, we give the Lord's blessing, blessing the is so powerful. It's not limited by time or space, so it goes out over uh, the whole universe. So let us invoke his powerful blessing upon us. We give you the blessing right from the Bible. Moses told Aaron when he, uh, or rather the Lord told Moses, when Aaron and his sons blessed the people, he should bless them in this way. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly upon you and grant you his peace that surpasses all understanding and his healing blessing, the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon us and remain with us forever. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much, Father. It's Father, it's always good to have you with us, and, uh, and uh, next week we'll have another little talk uh, uh, on one of the, is it visionary or? Uh, well, a, a, uh, a 
beautiful uh, visionary, yes, from Ireland. From Ireland. So Christina we, Gallagher. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that for next yes. week. And uh, so, folks, mm-hmm. uh, have your friends listen to these beautiful uh, uh, things that are happening all over the world. Our Lady is appearing to so many, and this is a time of grace. Be open for all the, the graces that the Lord has for each one of us. And... Uh, Christina also has the stigmata, as you can see in yes. this picture here. Okay, yes. Very she, clearly. Right. Okay, so folks, hear more about Christina next week by Father Rookie. Uh, Father Rookie, I I know you have such a busy schedule, but and we're very grateful uh, that you're able to come and be with us. And folks, I want to remind you, Father Rookie will be, be back once again in September for the our Lady of Sorrows Novena. So if you don't receive our newsletter, be sure to call or write, and we'll be sure to send. There is no charge for the newsletter. Well, Father, it's um, it's great having you with us. And, um, uh, it's always a great, great uh, grace for me to come to uh, Mary's helpers, and we again ask God to prosper the work of your hands, prosper the work of your hands, you Mary's helpers. Of which you are the foundress and the grace of God. Well, Father, uh, through all of the perseverance uh, that has been going on uh, through these years of knowing you, I know God is working very powerful all around us, in us, in everything. So I want to thank you once again, Father Peter Mary Rookie, and I'd like to thank you, the listening audience, for tuning in to Mary's Helper's News Program. I'm Margaret Trosclair wishing you a very good day and God bless you.